Hey, it's Andrew, and I wanted to thank you for listening to the Door County Pulse podcast. Did you know that you can subscribe to the Door County Pulse podcast on Apple Podcasts or Pocket Casts or wherever you get your podcasts to have new episodes delivered to your feed twice a week on Wednesday and Friday? All you have to do is pick up your phone, navigate to your podcast app, and search for Door County or Door County Pulse podcast and click subscribe. If you're a longtime listener or if this is your first episode, we hope you enjoy the Door County Pulse podcast. Welcome to the Door County Pulse podcast. I'm Andrew Clyden, and this week we're doing something a little bit different. Instead of our normally scheduled weekend primer, we've decided to interject a midweek episode of our ongoing Door County food interview series. If you want to know what's going on this weekend, you can always go to doorcountypulse.com and click the events tab to learn all about what's going on this weekend and beyond. So without further ado, let's get into it. Okay, we are back, and today we have another uh, Door County food interview. Uh, we have James Larson with us. He's the uh, part owner and general manager of Husby's. How are you doing, James? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. Miles Danhausen is with us as well. What's going on, Miles? Not much. Great to be back here. Great to have James in the uh, pod closet this week. All right. We'll just get started. So what we're doing is a little different than some of our other food interviews. We've had some different... Uh, restaurateurs and chefs in here to talk about their inspirations behind their their food and some of their ideas. And uh, this week, we're doing something different. We got James Larson in here from Husby's. And what he's been doing over the years has kind of been like, I guess like if you're in the restaurant business, you love what he's been doing. <laughs> if you go like on TripAdvisor, uh, you get these reviews, you get some bad reviews, you get some great reviews. Um, and everybody would like to give those reviewers a piece of their mind, and James occasionally does, and it's hilarious, and it's become kind of like the rural legend of Door County service industry. You're the you're the restaurant hero. Well, yeah. thanks. I I mean, I didn't want to necessarily take on that crown, but <laughs> um, you know, you just kind of you know, I've worked in a lot of restaurants, uh, even here in Door County, some finer dining restaurants, and. You know, Husby's is a bar, and it's a it's a bar and grill. We do serve families, and you know, take pride in the food that we do put out. But you know, there's times that you have to. Even I tell my employees, you know, like basically, there's places that say the customer's always right, and this isn't that kind of place. <laughs> so, um, James, how long have you been involved in Husby's, either as a server or as a part owner? Um, I think this will be the start of our tenth year. As, um, you know, basically when we took over managing, but mm -hmm. I did work there for two years before. Yep. And uh, so, yeah, 12 years total. It's a long time in the bar business. I did it for four as like an owner and about eight total as a bartender and stuff. And it takes a lot to put up with that day in and day out. What's yep. the what's the Cliff Notes Husby's timeline? Because you guys both share, uh, you share history with, with the bar. What's kind of the, the basic history? How to how get here and where did it come from? I will give the quickest overview I can. I believe it dates to 1919 with Emma Husby. Um, then the like my history begins, like Delmar Pickle Olson ran it back in the 70s and 80s. Oscar Johnson and his family for most of the 90s. Myself and my brother, Mike Helm and Matt Shumway, started in 99 and I was out of ownership by like 2004 and my brother continued to have it for 
um, four or five years after that, in w- during which time James and his wife Kayla also worked for both when I had it and my brother. Kayla's been roaming the, that that bar and that service floor for almost 20 years now, yep. um, which is like nine lifetimes in the bar industry. And then uh, you guys took over in 2009, 2010? Yep, 2009, I, 2009, I think, yeah. Yeah. So, so you guys were pretty close to each other. Yeah, yeah overlap. Oh, yeah. When Miles, when Miles's uh, crew ran it, is when I was not twenty one, but couldn't wait to be twenty one <laughs> so that I could hang out places like Husby's. So, and and James is a Sturgeon Bay native, so he migrated north. Yeah, um, out of the Badlands. No, <laughs> not bad. That's not what that is. <laughs> sure, you know. Uh, so, and another thing to set the stage for this is, you know, the life of a bar owner, a restaurant owner, a business owner in Door County, there are those who come from out of town and maybe only come up here in the summertime. And they think that all a business owner does is count money. And they think the servers like have it easy and it's kind of a cakewalk. Um, is that true, James? Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> not not necessarily. Um, you know, what people I don't think understand is like for people that live up here or choose to live in Door County, that this is a profession. You know, and, um, you know, it kind of goes back to the reviews is I can't think of any other professions where people can like write a review, call you out by name. You know, I can't call I can't there's no you know website where I can write up a review necessarily or that people pay attention to for, you know, say my insurance guy or, you know, the guy that handles my finances or, you know, my plumber even. I mean, I know those places exist, but not as prevalent as, you know, the restaurant business. So, you know, the reviews just become a part of, you know, things that you deal with. And, you know, I think at some point we just got a little fed up with people. Well, and food reviews are the most prevalent type of review on social media. There, There's a bunch of different websites that primarily focus on food reviews. And the I feel like people feel more brazen to write reviews when it comes to food compared to anything else. Right. Yeah, and they don't, you know, it's one thing when people criticize an athlete, they get tons of criticism and movie stars and all that stuff. But they also make a ton of money on the back end. So it's like the trade-off is more than worth it. You're talking about servers or cooks or bar owners who maybe bar owners who maybe scrape by, who have really lean times in the winter. You, you're talking about cooks who might make anywhere from 11 to 15 bucks an hour, and some of them maybe a little bit more, but it's not like a ton of cash. And servers who maybe work doubles all the time and and give up basically most of their summer in to try and make that cash. And try to get these little snippets of time when they don't have to work the floor. So they're busting their tails, and then they got to go online and find out that this person who had maybe, in some cases, a bad experience. Sometimes that's legit. For sure, for sure. And in your reviews, like when someone has a legit complaint, you do go in and say, "Yep, that's our bad." We, you know, sometimes you have read some of those reviews where you said, "Yeah, we had to let that server go. This wasn't okay." Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, you 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 try to use them to get better. You know, right. that's that's the goal. But, you know, there's and there's definitely times where I see that, you know, hey, somebody had something on the menu that, yeah, I could totally see how this sandwich was dry or, you know, problems that we do have that we try to, you know, you know, fix through the review. And, um, you know, sometimes I am friendly towards people, (laughs) um, you know, and just say, hey, sorry, you had this experience. But then I think the ones that people, you know, go over the line or, um, you know, it just doesn't quite make sense. Um, are the ones that I, you know, typically respond to. Well, and and one of the things that that you tend to say in your reviews is over and over again is, all right, you have a problem. Don't go to the review site. Come and address it with our management. Ask, tell us, 
that the food's not good good enough in the moment, and we'll fix it. You, right, you'll say, right. we'll buy you a beer. I'm happy to send you new fries. I'm happy to send you a different item. And, uh, you know, you're fixing those kind of things all the time, yeah, at the restaurant, you know, so. One of my favorite things to do in my off time is troll around on Google Maps or Facebook and just read the one-star reviews of the places up here that have hundreds of reviews because nine times out of ten, I'm not finding genuine complaints. I'm finding really weird things or stories that I, I either don't believe or reviews that just didn't get it. Like, a lot of times uh, you'll see a restaurant that is like, the one-star review will be like, there were lines out the door and I had to wait an hour to get my thing. It's like, well, yeah, that's because it's good and people showed up and there were lines there. If you saw the line out the door, why did you get in it? Yeah, like, you right. could have come back later. <laughs> yeah. So things like that I always really enjoy, and I'm sure that you have a bunch of those stories as well. All right, so let's get started. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take the place of the reviewer um, on TripAdvisor, and then James is going to read the response that he put up there. And we'll get we'll save everybody the effort of having to go to TripAdvisor to sift through this to find James's best responses. Um, we'll see how many of these will actually let get to the air once James reads his reply. <laughs> um, August two thousand eighteen, reviewer Kristen H gives an average review. Says titled "If you like bar food, this place was packed. They had a band which was nice to listen to. The menu was bar food and pretty expensive for a hamburger." We ended up just getting a beer and listening to the band for a while and headed someplace else to get some more unique eats. Okay. Um, so just read the response. You, you yeah. read All right. um, so if you like bar food, you should eat food at a bar. If you don't like bar food, you should keep your ridiculous reviews to yourself. I once went to a Chinese restaurant. Guess what kind of food they were serving? I'd be curious to as where you went for your unique eats if $9 for a burger and fries was too expensive. Sorry that our menu was so boring and full of bar food. We are a bar. Glad you liked our band. I bet they sounded like a typical bar band. When you say we were packed, did it appear to be our typical bar crowd? Was the bartender friendly at least? Too bad you didn't stay until bar time. My favorite part about this one is that it starts out like a pretty normal like 3.5 or 4 star review. Like, if you like bar food... We went there, the atmosphere was nice, there was a band playing, food was a little expensive, but it was bar food. That could have been a 3.5 or a 4 star rating, but instead I'm sure it was, what, a 1? No, it was, you know, like they gave us 3 stars, but what people don't understand is, you know, we have a 4 star, um, you know, in on TripAdvisor, like we're 4 out of 5 stars. So anything below 4 stars, you know, takes us down a little bit, and more than anything, it's just, you know... I felt like that person, I just couldn't make him happy, you yeah. know, even if we did do everything up to par. So. Yeah. You you guys are advertising yourself as a bar and grill. Yeah. And if you deliver on a bar and grill, like, per advert, that's five stars. Well, what you was know? the, it was, if you like bar food? Yeah. Is the, yeah, the title? Yeah. If you well, like bar food, you should go to a bar. Well, yeah, because the, the answer to that question is, if you like bar food, yeah. this is a bar. Yeah. August 2018, Shock1212 writes, in a terrible review... Way overrated. My family and I come to Door County yearly. Had a lunch here a couple of times a few years ago with our teenagers. Food was okay. The kids enjoyed the atmosphere. Decided to go back for dinner one night on our last trip. Service was horrible. Tried to speak with a manager and they completely dismissed us. When you couple okay food with horrible service, it isn't worth your time or money. I am seriously amazed that they are still in business. It's amazing we are. I would have thought that the reviews by people like you would have shut our doors by now. Nope. Still busier than ever before with our business growing each and every year. Must be our terrible food and service that keeps them coming back. <laughs> this is another one where it's like way overrated. That means that they heard that Husby's was good. Yeah. And right. they went there and 
my response would be like, if I heard that a place was awesome and I went and I didn't think it was awesome, I just didn't like it. That's no reason for me to jump on and be like, this place sucks. Yeah, I don't really understand. I don't think I've ever written an actual food review myself just because I feel like, you know, I don't know what they're really trying to accomplish with that one just to yeah. take us down. Sometimes I even wonder if, you know, some of these reviewers could be competitive or competitive restaurants or. Yeah, because they know. hide behind pseudonyms right. and fake names. September 2017, in a terrible review, Kimmy Him 2626 must be the real name, writes, Worst service ever. Rude. We had a group of six adults, all in 50 age range. Their outside deck was almost empty, and they refused to let us move two tables together. They claimed their policy was to not impede the flow of traffic. Does this look like we would impede the flow? They attached a photo. They were the rudest people in customer service I've ever met. The manager in the picture kicked us out because I informed him I was going to post on social media. He told me I had no right in doing so. Rude, rude, rude. Don't waste your money or time. Well, we have been waiting for your one-star review to post since you threatened us with it last week. Unfortunately for you, in this age of social media and online reviews, TripAdvisor allows us to post the other side of the story. And here it is. When this group of six was politely asked to not move tables around on our deck, a woman in the group immediately became very confrontational, yelling at the server who explained the policy to her, and then demanding a manager and screaming at them before threatening to destroy us on social media. It was one of the more despicable customer tirades that my manager said she had ever seen. Let me ask you something. How would you feel if, you, if I showed up at your place of work and moved your desk into the basement? Attention, everyone. The water cooler from here on out will be located in the men's bathroom. Might be a touch inconvenient, huh? You see, we have a policy about not moving our deck tables together for a couple reasons. Number one, we have had incidents where both an employee and numerous customers have tripped over the, over the metal umbrella holders that are fastened to the deck below the tables. They become an exposed hazard when they are moved. Number two, the deck is not that large, and often one table is moved, another large group will ask to do the same, and before you know it, servers and support staff are unable to make it to their tables to give service. Number three, your group of six adults could have easily fit around one of our deck tables or taken our advice and sat in the dining room at one of our many larger tables where we accommodate large groups. We even would have let you push two small tables together just to satisfy your need to move furniture. While it may not have seemed busy at the time that you were there, we fill up every night. Our goal at our restaurant is to maximize the amount of customers we can serve, and taking two tables that can easily fit 12 adults and using them to seat six goes against our policy. While these policies might not seem important to you, we have them in place so that all customers can enjoy our restaurant equally and so that customers can go about their work in a safe and comfortable environment. We do take pride in our great customer service, which you can tell by reading the rest of our online reviews from this summer. We have the best staff in town, hands down. With their experience also comes some knowledge about how to deal with a customer that feels the need to harass and insult anyone who doesn't give them their way. I'm glad they asked you to leave, but don't call them rude. They were just doing their job. I'm the rude one because sometimes the only way to get through to people like you is to fight fire with fire. You know that old saying, the customer is always right? Well, that's a load of crap. <laughs> So I like this one because it, it's that it's classic like this is my story and then you have obviously a different side right. So the way that they told it is that they were like excuse me Could we move two tables together because we have a larger group and then your server said no you guys suck And but then your side is your server came out saw them moving the tables together and said I'm sorry We can't move tables together blah 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 right. the hazards and stuff and they said well if that's the case then I'm going to destroy you on social media and I mean, the the tirade was, you know, something that, you know, they called me about 
because I wasn't there and they were worried about, you know, having to have these people removed from the restaurant because they were being so ridiculous. So, you know, <laughs> I, I just I think it's so funny when I mean, I've had a lot of bad meals at places. I've never sent food back in my life. I just having worked in the industry and that's not to say that people shouldn't do that. But having worked in the industry, I'm less like there's a million different reasons why something might be bad. It could just be a one off thing. It could be uh, a server just being overwhelmed. Somebody didn't show up for work that day. Um, there are just so many things that might cause something to go wrong in a restaurant. I'm just always like just shocked that, and even like that one, there are very distinct, obvious reasons why you wouldn't do that, but people feel like it's always all about them. And like you talked about, if you, if you take that, those two tables and, and push them together, that might cost you guys a couple hundred dollars from that other table that might've been able to be used that six. Yeah, times. absolutely. And, and you know, people forget that the servers are, you know, making two fifty an hour so. You know, them losing a table in their section is just taking money right out of their pockets. So we're looking out for them as well. Yeah. I don't know if there will be a review that starts with my favorite one-star review line, uh, but just in case there is, my, my favorite way to start a one-star review is, I've eaten at this restaurant for years, but I will never return. It's like, why didn't you give a five-star review any of the other times that you were here and you loved it? Why is it just the one bad time? Yeah. All of a sudden, now it's the one-star review. Now it's I'm never coming back. On July 4th, 2014, in a terrible review, DePetri20 writes, Horrible service. Fiance and I stopped in on the 4th of July. Not terribly busy. We walked in and no one greeted us. We walked around for a minute and we're planning on sit just sitting down somewhere. The hostess found us on accident and she seated us, ordered a drink after about four minutes or so, and then immediately put in our food order. After 25 minutes of waiting, our waiter came back to the table and said, Oh, I talked to the kitchen. Your order won't be done for another 45 minutes to an hour. I asked, For two burgers? He said, yes, the hostess should have told you. So there we sat, because by that time, nothing else had any room. Waited and waited, and then ordered another drink. They were out of that, too. LOL. Would never go back. Sorry you and your fiancé had a bad experience at our restaurant. I hope she knows she is marrying someone who writes TripAdvisor reviews on the 4th of July because it took too long to get food, and we were out of one of your beer selections. The fact that you said it wasn't terribly busy might be an understatement due to the fact that we were basically on a wait from the time we opened our doors that day until food service was done at 10. Sorry to hear that you won't be back, but maybe that will allow the next restaurant critic to get his burger in 44 minutes. I'm going to let you in on a little local secret. It's busy here on the 4th of July, but there is one place that you can get food in a jiffy. Look for the golden arches attached to the BP station on the south side of Sturgeon Bay. I've been told they make hamburgers in three to four minutes. They aren't quite as good but the lingering gasoline fumes and constant sound of microwave alarms make for quite a delightful atmosphere. They don't even have beer, so you won't have to worry about them being out of your selection. <laughs> um, June 2013. In a terrible review, Lou Bell 15 writes, Bar Manager. We arrived in Sister Bay and registered at our hotel, the Village View. We rode there on Harleys. We had seven bikes in our group. This is my second trip there, and the individual who sets up our ride has been there four times as of this last visit. We sat outside first, and then it stormed, so we went inside the bar. Patrons were watching Chicago and L.A. hockey game and, of course, cheering people on. Um, this review goes on for a while, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shorten this up. She goes on to say that they spent between four and $500 with all the drinks, and then after they paid the bill, they were asked to leave. If they didn't want us there, they should have said so right away instead of letting us pay the bill and spend that much money. So apparently she's saying that we would have just walked out and, and ditched our check. Um, we will never go there again. Bar manager said it was a family bar. Well, sorry, but we only saw two children in there, and it's a bar, not a game room for children. Overall rating for us is a negative five. She was rude and disrespectful. Once we left, she in the meantime called the police. 
So Kayla was the bar manager for this one. So my <laughs> wife, I wish she was here. But um, so after speaking with the bar manager and staff on duty there, there are a few things that you left out of your story. Your heavily intoxicated group was using obscene language and being confrontational with customers at 7 p.m. during our busiest dinner hour of the week. They were politely asked to clean up their language and avoid yelling at other customers. When members of your group failed to do so, they were asked to leave, and at this time, other members screamed obscenities at our female bar manager and waitstaff. After one member threw a drink on a customer who was trying to enjoy his meal in our dining room, that is when the police were called. This group then proceeded across the street to another establishment, of which the manager later told me they cleared out their crowd with the same obnoxious bad behavior and foul language. It's a shame that you classify yourself as bikers, because I know lots of bikers who don't feel the need to intimidate, verbally assault, and offend other customers and staff when they come into our bar and restaurant. It's also a shame that TripAdvisor allows people like you to post comments about our business. As private business owners, we reserve the right to refuse service. You are not welcome back. Now, that one kind of— I mean, we had to call the cops. Yeah, I mean— and and <laughs> as a bar owner, like that's not something you do frivolously. You don't want the cops no, coming into your absolutely bar. Absolutely not. And like so you don't do it just for like to prove a point. You do it when you actually feel like this is a problem experience that someone's either threatened at another customer or you're you're scared of your staff. That's basically it. I can remember perfectly it was Chicago Blackhawk hockey playoffs, you know, like these reviews reading them makes you go right back to like the day, the <laughs> you know, time, the, the place. I know it was game six, yeah. Well, and this one's interesting because it literally ends with, you know, we, we finished, we had a big uh, bill, and then they asked us to leave and called the police. It's like, but why? Like, yeah. they don't just say like, alright, have a good <laughs> you gotta leave now, you paid your bill, or yeah. we're gonna call the police. That's not something we typically do. No, and also she puts in there like, I don't think she liked bikers. You know, like, you can't work at Husby's and not like bikers. Well, I mean, and Kayla's dad, who's big rich, is like one of the, you know, ultimate Harley riders, you know, ever. She got <laughs> dropped off her school on a motorcycle her whole life. So yeah. that's where the irony comes in. It's just ridiculous. Before the, the police were dropped in the review, I thought the problem, like, they were going to go, like, they were so rude because they told us to leave after we paid our bill. To which I was like, did you just misunderstand what the word, what the phrase have a nice day means yeah. like, all right, thanks guys. Have a nice day. What we have to leave. How rude. One star review. Yeah. <laughs> um, July 30th, 2018. This time just a poor review. Not terrible. Poor service and a rowdy crowd. We had to wait over 30 minutes for our drinks while the bartenders chatted with their friends on a busy Friday night. When we were finally able to order, our bartender was brusque and surly. He didn't have the local beer I asked for. Clawhammer, a pilsner. And when I asked for any pilsner or American lager, he said, they don't have any pilsners. So I ordered a Miller Lite, which, at least by its label, is a pilsner. Just to escape the interaction, an aggressive patron tried to start a fight with someone else while I was in the men's room, and I was unable to find a bouncer or a manager to assist. Overall, it was not a great experience. I love the chatted with friends reference, along with the 30 minutes we waited for drinks. It's a dead giveaway to me that this never happened. We had three bartenders, a manager, and myself, the owner, on last Friday night. While we were packed with patrons just like every night this July, I can guarantee that you didn't wait 30 minutes for your drinks. To act like the bartenders were standing around chatting with their friends is absurd. We work hard in this business. All my bartenders are great at their jobs, or they would not be working at the best bar in Door County. If you chose not to come to Husby's again, it wouldn't break our hearts, but don't go on social media writing slander that just isn't true. Karma's going to catch up with you. Hope the next bar has the beer you're looking for on tap. Maybe you'll have it all to yourself. Hashtag vacation is hard. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. I like that one. Yeah. I mean, that, that's one of the things where you're like, okay, 
people say they waited forever for a drink sometimes. And a lot of times people just kind of walk into a restaurant and they kind of mill about for a while. They don't yeah. know how it works. Or if they're not regular bar patrons, they're waiting for someone to come up and give it to them. But, you know, so they just don't understand that you maybe have to go to the bar and, and well, ask and for something. I mean, like, you know, in our business, the faster that we can get people drinks, the more money that we make. So yeah. no one wants to be There's no slow. way that anybody could have waited for 30 <laughs> minutes on any night, you know, well, ever. And what you said, Miles, reminded me of the review a couple of reviews ago where they're like, they came in, nobody greeted us. And then finally the server found us accidentally. It's like, did you guys sneak into yeah. the restaurant <laughs> yeah. and hide? And yeah. people do that. I mean, the, sometimes when you have the please wait to be seated. Um, I know from our husband's days when I was there, you'd have people come in and before like they'd walk by that sign and just go grab a table, especially if you're really busy. They just wanted to hound that, like hoard that table. And then nobody has sat them. So nobody tells another server, hey, you have table four in the corner. So then they're just sitting there. Nobody's aware because they didn't follow the rules. Yeah. Well, and mistakes happen too on yeah. our end. But, oh, sure. you know, in the summer we have a host or hostess there every single night. And, you know, usually they're very aggressive when people come into the bar. You know, that's their job. Yeah. Um, December 2013, poor review from <clears throat> TJ Lucas. Yawn. High school cafeteria food, mediocre at best. Service was okay, but the food was bland and not at all noteworthy. That will be our only visit ever. <laughs> okay, one of two things happened here. Either you caught us on a bad day, or your high school lunch ladies moonlighted at award-winning restaurants. <laughs> Winner of Door County Magazine's Best Sports Bar and Best Burger Awards, we feature homemade soups and pizzas and great sandwiches like the Cajun Whitefish Reuben. It's going to take more than your review to change the minds of our great customers. Yawn. Go to bed. I just like the last line of that one. Um, June 2013, in a poor review, Tom H. writes, If we can't say something good, dot, 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 maybe we caught this place on a bad day. Warm, bright sunshine, Saturday noon before the 4th of July. We wanted to eat outside, and the restaurant's deck tables were full, so we went to the garage tables. Slow, lackadaisical beverage service and very limited food menu. We asked our server if we could order from the restaurant menu. He said yes and brought us restaurant menus, and when he finally returned, he, we tried to order. He told us he couldn't take our restaurant food order because the restaurant is a separate business and management wants the businesses kept separate. So we phoned the restaurant and tried to order our lunch as takeout items, which we would come in and pick up, only to be told they were too busy to prepare takeout orders. It took a while to get our beverage bill because our waiter disappeared. But after we paid, we walked up the hill and had four great lunches at another restaurant. Sorry, husbies, you lost us. P.S. Your little garden in front of the restaurant needs a ton of weeding. I pulled several thistles for you before we walked up the hill for lunch. I'm sorry, before you even <laughs> respond, this is such a buck wild thing where he's like trying to puzzle piece together this like lunch experience and then is also like ripping your garden apart. Yeah. Well, what kind of person is this? Um, yeah, no comment. Fortunately, not typical. But go ahead, okay, James. Um, you started your review, if we can't say something good, the way that saying finishes is don't say anything at all. You must have caught us on a bad day because we have become so well known for our great food, service, and atmosphere that our biggest problem is that from time to time we can't accommodate everyone who wants to enjoy our restaurant. Our very limited outside menu is widely popular and was created because we are doing our best to take some pressure off of our inside kitchen by giving outside customers some great dining options. With everything great that we have done outside, you could only look at our limitations and the few weeds that popped up in our planters. I'm glad you found the mission. They also have great lunches, but don't go on TripAdvisor and write a bad review because you didn't like the options that you were given. And please don't pull any more thistles out of the planters because you might get pricked. <laughs> um. 
and I should be clear, like we're we're doing all these bad reviews. Husby's overall TripAdvisor rating is the the average on 500 total reviews is very good, which is equivalent to four out of five stars or 4.5 out of five stars on TripAdvisor. Um, I'm curious, what do you find more frustrating? Is it like the one star terrible reviews, or is it the three or four star reviews that that are like that basically they're saying you delivered everything you promised, but we're just not going to give you a great review. I, I mean, I would say that they're equally frustrating <laughs> because, um, you know, obviously in some of the one star reviews, either I think they had a confrontation with somebody that worked there or really got some bad food, um, you know, which in that case, you know, we always try to correct it. But, um, yeah, some of these three and four stars that got everything that they wanted and, you know, maybe at the end of the night they, you know, decided that, you know, they had indulged enough and didn't like something, you know, you know how it goes. Yeah. Here's a, uh, here's one that's kind of legendary amongst Husby's goers. October 2012, in a poor review, Mark JC writes, Okay, bar food, nothing special. It was dollar taco night, so lots of lo- locals partaking in this. You could add your own fixins to the taco from a small selection. Nothing special. Would not go back here. Lots of better choices. Okay, so not sure what you meant by a small selection on the taco bar. Are there typical fixins we are missing? Uh, we offer shredded chicken, shredded pork, ground beef, hard or soft shell tortillas, cheese, lettuce, tomato, onion, black olive, salsa, sour cream, two different hot sauces, and they are $1 each. Guess you can't please everybody. <laughs> I just, like all that, the fact that somebody like leaves a review on Dollar Taco Night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think the fixings that we're missing were probably the fresh guacamole and the cilantro. Yeah, yeah. But, and we gave people guacamole if they just asked for it, but we didn't put it out on the bar because whatever, it all go bad. <laughs> well, and the other thing is they're Dollar Tacos. Yeah. They're probably really good do- Dollar Tacos. And they're no longer. <laughs> and when people ask me why we no longer have dollar tacos, it's because of all the, you know, people I caught filling their purses with shredded cheese out of the taco bar. And yes, that really happened. Well, and then the, the last line there, they're much better options. Are there better options for dollar tacos in Door County? No. They don't exist. They don't okay. anymore. <laughs> August 2018. In an average review, CJW913, another real name, says, Decent food, but nothing special. My spouse and I live near Door County and drive up several times every year just for a day. We had never eaten lunch at Husby's, so we decided to give it a try. It's a typical Northwood-style sports pub with paneled walls and pine tables and TVs around the room. The waitresses are very friendly. We both tried the Reuben sandwiches with potato salad. The sandwiches were generously filled with corned beef, but overall it was pretty standard fare. Decent, but nothing special. We probably won't return since there are so many places offering better quality meals. So the sandwiches were good, service was good, but since there are other restaurants that serve better quality meals, you wrote us a bad review? I went to a bar once, got a great burger and friendly service. But as I was walking out, I realized there was a black tie steak and lobster joint just down the road. I wish I would have spent three times the money to get a meal there. So you know what I did? Wrote a bad review about the bar that I chose to go to where I got a good sandwich and great service. One time I rented a car. It was a nice little Nissan Altima. Good gas mileage got me from point A to point B. But then I noticed that the car rental company had fancy luxury cars in the back for twice the price. Know what I did? Wrote a bad review. There's nothing more frustrating than going somewhere and getting exactly what I expected at the price I wanted to pay, only to realize that if I wanted to spend twice the money, I could have gotten something better. For the record, a Reuben is stacked with in-house slow-roasted, thick-cut corned beef on a great dark rye with Renard Swiss, served with choice of homemade potato salad, baked beans, coleslaw, or french fries for just 9 dollars 
<laughs> I always like how you you manage to slip into your bet well, like yeah. your your responses like these plugs for yeah. certain menu oh, yeah. items. Well, you know, people are reading this stuff, right? Well, that and you you always seem to be able to slip in like defending your staff and yeah. and the people who work for you. I always tell you know our staff in the meeting in the beginning of the year like you know you got to do your job to the best of your ability and. If you have a problem with a customer and I know that you've done everything right, you know, I'll always have your back. And I think that they appreciate that. August 2018, Kmart 22 writes in an average review, loud. When the band plays, it's loud. Not a great place for kids. Bloody Marys are spicy. Nachos are fab. Outdoor patio is small but nice. (laughs) What an observation. When the band plays, it's loud. I can tell by the content of this review that you weren't exactly going for the Pulitzer. But let, me, <laughs> but let me help you with a bit of punctuation. Maybe next year you will be in the running. It's is not a word, but add an apostrophe and it becomes it is. Not a great place for kids. Well, it may be true is a fragment. Maybe, maybe due to the guilty feeling that you felt from skipping the apostrophe and it's, you added one in Bloody Mary's. <laughs> Unfortunately, you didn't need it as the bloody doesn't belong to Mary, so the possessive apostrophe isn't needed. If you were looking for the plural form of Bloody Mary, you could use Bloody Marys or even Marys with thigh. Yes, they are spicy, but not spicy, S-P-I-C-E-Y, spelling in quotations. I'm going to let you fade away with fab due to the fact that it was the only true compliment that we earned. That's all for this week's lesson. Keep sending those reviews, kids. (laughs) I like that you took a different tactic on this one because my first thought was like... The sky is blue and grass is green, and because that was pretty much what they're saying. When yeah. the band plays, when the band plays it's, it's loud. loud. Bloody Marys are spicy. Yes, tell us something that isn't just an observation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that just goes, you know, like I actually have a you know communication degree with journalism background, and you know you see some of these people that get to like write stuff that thousands of people read, and you know every idiot with a smartphone shouldn't just be able to like you know destroy <laughs> destroy <laughs> destroy all you know. Whatever. <laughs> Punctuation. <laughs> and in May of 2017, in an average review, H. Raymond 64 writes, Start of the camping season. Very, very interesting title for a restaurant review. Um, start of the camping season. My <laughs> wife and I were staying in Egg Harbor, took a trip to Husby's for lunch. The service was slow. She had a white fish sandwich that was fishy, and bar service was slow. I had the chicken filly, which was very good. <laughs> Very short one here. Sorry your fish tasted like fish. Try the chicken sandwich next time. It tastes like chicken. And I put a <laughs> smiley face at the end. So that wasn't really... That one wasn't mean at all. That wasn't mean at all. <laughs> now, so that that's a selection of probably like 10 or 15 that I found. If you're interested in reading more, go to TripAdvisor. Look up Husby's. It's it's a great afternoon. Maybe we should make this part of our new lit section. Oh, I don't um, know about that. <laughs> but, uh, you know, a, a couple other things beyond the reviews... Um, you know, Husby's is a place that has been in Sister Bay since essentially the beginning of time. Um, might be, if it's not the oldest bar in Door County, maybe Nelson's might be older. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's close. It's a tight race between those two. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just a place where when, when I had it, one of the things I came to realize was how important it was to the community. You know, it, yes, it's a bar. And even like you say, you almost downplay it. Like, yes, we're a bar. We, we do bar and grill food. But it's a centerpiece of it's like a church, in a in a sense. In <laughs> maybe religious I go to folks mass would, every Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> right. But what what I saw that I appreciated so much when I was there was just how it's a place for people to go when it's time to celebrate something, um, a wedding, uh, a kid's graduation. Uh, there's 
you know, even high schoolers. We were a place where high schoolers would come in and play pool and um, play on video games and stuff, not drink, but hang out and have a place to go back when everything was closed all school year. Um, and then it's also a place where people get together in hard times after a funeral or after someone's lost in this community. There were so many times where we'd just open the doors and bring people in and just like you, you cover the costs. And that is something that you guys do so many different events for the community, whether fundraisers or uh, for the preschool and doing things where you just give a, a big chunk of your revenue that day um, to those schools. What I, I guess talk about like why you guys are so entrenched in the community in that way and, and why you feel the need to do those sorts of things. I mean, I think, you know, it definitely goes back to our other owners, John Sawyer and Chad Kadanko, who, you know, both are owners of other businesses in, in Sister Bay as well. And, you know, they, that was something that they wanted to do from the start when I was just the manager and those two owned it. And, you know, they've been really great to me and allowed me to buy in. And now, you know, the way that the three of us operated together is, you know, exactly what you were saying. And, I think also it's, you know, to be noted that a lot of people that, you know, not just our locals, the people that come in the summertime, you know, kind of view Husby's as their local bar, even though they don't live here all year. And, you know, and quite honestly, all the tourists, you know, basically want to be where the locals are anyway. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's what, that's what propels us and, you know, makes us want to be better and, you know, basically is our our MO, you know, we're a sports bar in Sister Bay, but, you know, we, we like to think we're a lot more, but, you know, it's been a great business for us, so. And then you guys, you know, Sister Bay has had this huge turnaround the last few years, and, you know, it was only five or six years ago that I was writing an article about the dead zone in Sister Bay and how many businesses were closing up shop or being foreclosed on, and people forget about that now when they complain about it being too busy, actually, which is crazy yeah. in my mind, but part of that turnaround was what you guys did with the garage and creating like an outdoor space in Sister Bay. You were really the first ones, and now everyone capitalized, but it really changed how restaurants approach things in Sister Bay. Yeah, and that just, you know, um, you know, that's a great compliment, and, you know, we've been really happy to just be a part of everything great that's happened in Sister Bay. I mean, I think since I've, you know, got involved with Husby's, what I've seen is just a lot of young people all over Door County, you know, taking over businesses, bringing new ideas, and um, I think that's why Sister Bay is getting better or busier or whether or not you think busier is better is, you know, <laughs> a whole different topic. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's that's been a great trend. If you have friends or family in the restaurant industry and you're complaining about being a too, it being too busy, yeah. just just save your time and go take money out of their pockets. Yeah. Or show up in late December. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but like, how did the garage project come about? Because that for years was just an and even when we had it, it was an old stone building that really had no use except for Fall Fest. And it, was, it used to be a gas station. And up until 2010, it was still basically an empty shed. Yeah, I mean, it was just used for storage. And, you know, the the garage itself, the stone building is a historical building at Sister Bay because of the dates back to the gas station. So, you know, we couldn't change the layout of the building at all. Um, and... You know, uh, anyway, the way it came about was just that we realized in the, you know, beautiful months of the summer that people didn't want to be sitting inside Husby's. You know, everybody wanted to be on our deck. And then, you know, after working at some outdoor bars in other parts of the country and seeing, you know, the way that people want to be outside, especially in Door County. So uh, the whole thing started with, like, I would have the Knicks play little shows down there before we had a stage or anything. And people would basically just sit in lawn chairs and drink, 
you know, cans of beer out of pickle buckets. That's <laughs> how we were selling them. And, um, you know, the whole place would be packed. And we were like, you know, let's build a bar here. This looks like a great place. And it's turned into an amazing place. That's like yeah, it's been music five or six nights a week in the summer, I think. Seven. Yeah. Okay, seven. I underestimated. And then um, just packed. All, if the sun is shining, and even if it's raining, people are pr- plenty happy to seem to sit under the awning yeah, um, and hang out. It's uh, And now you've seen... You know, other places follow suit and Stabur and and uh, a boathouse with a lot more outdoor dining, uh, Sister Bay Bowl, the alley bar. And it's just created this whole kind of beer garden scene in Sister Bay that that is something Door County has never had. And now I think that's really helping to create a different kind of vacation for people that brings up different people. Yeah, people don't people also don't feel as guilty if they're having a beer and their kids are playing outside. You yeah, know, that's a. That's a big thing with the yeah family, when they're running around the families, in a bar you know? yeah, yeah you're you're still a bar or an outside bar or whatever but you know you feel comfortable your kids are over there playing Jenga or you know petting dogs <laughs> and then uh, one last thing is but uh, the food, you talk about like just being a bar and being a bar and grill but you know you guys do a lot of things to use local purveyors um, when you can and you guys are one of the rare places that'll have lawyers when it's available and things like that where where are some of the places you guys source some of your stuff. Well, um, both Henriksen Fisheries and uh, Weeberg's, Jim Laughlin out of uh, Gills Rock. I mean, that's, you know, when I say we take pride in our food, it's all of our whitefish is fresh, never frozen. You know, we serve lawyers on Friday night. We, you know, when we can get them, um, you know, fresh perch from Merrick's out of Green Bay, who are the only guys catching perch really in the entire Great Mm -hmm. Lakes. Um, You know, all of our meat, we always say, is a... Big secret source that comes fresh every day from the Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, absolutely. I mean, local is usually fresh as well. So, you know, it's not hard to try to keep everything local when you're going through as much product as we do, you know, and um, feel like we're putting out the best product too. All right. Well, James, thanks for coming in and, and hopping on the podcast and doing these reviews. We'll have to go through these, figure out which ones we leave yeah, out. Edit some stuff, please. <laughs> um, and thanks for everything that, that Husby's does for the community and uh, um, for your staff. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, thank you. These stories and more will be available in this week's issue of the Peninsula Pulse, available throughout Door County. For more headlines, visit DoorCountyPulse.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the Door County Pulse podcast for your weekly Pulse picks, interviews, and exclusive content from the Peninsula Pulse. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week.